Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! Hey, Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Tuesday here on the show, and it is a very, very busy day because we have what we normally have to talk about, but more. Normally, it's Raw Recap, talking about some AWNXT shows tomorrow, but it is a special week here. Last week's special week as well because it was Thanksgiving, and as a result, we have more than ever to talk about. We finally yesterday got the ratings for AW and NXT last Wednesday night. Last year, a year ago... AEW got slaughtered the night before Thanksgiving. And the conclusion was, well, guess everybody went out to the bars. Well, here we are in the middle of a pandemic. And so the feeling was, a lot of bars closed. So maybe the AEW number is going to do great. Because not everyone's going to go to the bar the night before Thanksgiving. Or be traveling or whatever. Apparently not. I don't know what that says about what everybody was doing the night before Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving in the middle of a pandemic. But... The night before Thanksgiving curse struck again for AEW. So we'll tell you about that. There's actually a lot to talk about with these numbers. Also, tomorrow, it is the NXT show, which is the go-home show for the War Games takeover coming up on Sunday. And also, winter is coming. The AEW show, which they are pushing as a pay-per-view caliber show. It's going to be a two-hour show. The main event is going to get a full hour if needed, so you can try and figure out when they're going to place the sh- the match. But we'll talk about that and a bunch of stuff that Tony Khan talked about today during a media call, including shooting down for the 85th time, as we have done here on this show and in The Observer as well. No, John Moxley is not losing the title so that he can quarantine and go to Wrestle Kingdom. He might lose the title. He might not. But it has nothing to do with New Japan he is not scheduled to go to Wrestle Kingdom one way or the other. But we'll talk about everything that Tony Khan said and so much more. And yes, Raw. So back in a moment to kick it off, Wrestling Observer Live. Still 
sales are rising quickly, but without another lead baker, Dale's Bakery is going to feel the heat. Hey, you're baking alone today. I have to handle this order for the restaurant down the street. Cool, but who's going to handle the pastries? He needs to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Fever is a leading symptom of the coronavirus, so take your temperature twice a day with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. It's quick and easy to use, and its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies. Have your family start and end their day with the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Your family can take their temperatures in seconds to know where they stand in the fight against COVID-19. Protect your family from the spread of this deadly disease and stay safe with Exergen. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, uh, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Got a thousand things to talk about, so let's go. Last Wednesday night, AEW versus NXT. Very interesting numbers. If you want to get mad about what I'm going to say, go for it, but... I can either tell you the truth or I can tell you whatever's going to make you feel better. So, officially, NXT, 712,000 viewers. Dynamite, 710,000 viewers. So, NXT won in viewership by 2,000 viewers. Now, what actually happened, you can count this if you want to or you don't have to. I don't care. NXT had an overrun. 
And in the head-to-head, two-hour period, AW beat them by 3,000 viewers. But NXT's overrun, a bunch of AW fans tuned into NXT, and in the overrun, NXT ends up winning by 2,000 viewers. The demos, 18-49. to Dynamite, 0.26 rating, 7th on cable. NXT, 0.2 rating, and 25th on cable. Individual demos, Dynamite doubled NXT in people 18 to 34, tripled NXT in men 18 to 34. NXT obviously won over 50, as they always do, 0.38. And compared to Thanksgiving last year, when Dynamite was murdered, Dynamite was up 7.1%. NXT was down 12.1%. Overall, Wednesday viewership was down 3.5%. And in males 18 to 49, AW Dynamite was the number one show on cable last Wednesday night. So those are the numbers. You can all go nuts right now with, yeah, but, well, this, up, that, but, but, go for it. Knock yourselves out. I'm just telling you the numbers. We also had... Man, I thought you were going to throw it to me after that. No. I'm sure you have nothing. You have something to add to this? (laughs) Yeah, I do have something to add to this. All right, let's hear it. Because you can make numbers do anything, and I'm sure somebody out there... Actually, you can't. I mean, these are the numbers. Yes, you can. Factual numbers. You can present numbers in any sort of way that you want to. Okay, present a number where NXT is number one on cable. Well, because you can't, because the numbers are the numbers; they're just well, facts. When you set a narrative like that, I cannot do that. But if you wanted to say, okay, there were positives for NXT, if you want to plant that flag, you can. They were up forty-two point nine percent in from last week in eighteen to forty-nines. They were up eleven percent overall. They got over seven hundred thousand. That was all good. You know, if you want to look at that individually away from AEW, you can do that. And maybe you should do that if you're NXT. But the other thing, though, for AEW is where, to me, the bigger deal is in the last, they haven't been under 700,000 since June 24th. That was the show leading into Fighter Fest, 633,000. In the 21 weeks since then, they've averaged nearly 810,000 people a week. And I think that's the most important thing is they are not dropping under seven as NXT is dying, as they said, at 633, 688 every week to try to get to 700,000. You know, there's only about one and a half people that are, you know, a million people that are watching wrestling on Wednesday night, at least that are, you know, we're getting numbers on the next day. So they are NXT, I'm sorry, AEW is the one that is like, you know, holding really pat with that and leading the charge. Now they still need to build, but that's one of the more important numbers. Even if NXT fans want to say, hey, we claimed a victory for one week. The reality is AEW is doing so much of a better job investing their audience than NXT is. Now you can have the the next five and a half minutes to go nuts on them. Dude, I'm done with the numbers. We got winter is coming tomorrow, and Tony Khan did a did a media call, and here are the big notes from this call. John Moxley is not wrestling at Wrestle Kingdom. So all of the theories about well they're doing the match on TV because They're going to take the title off Moxley, and then he's going to quarantine for two weeks, and he's going to wrestle for New Japan. I mean, Mm. we've been talking about this for weeks. Whether he wins or loses, and honestly, whether he shows up on the New Japan show or not, he's either winning or losing based on what they have in their storylines. They are not booking their world title 
around whether or not John Moxley is going to work at the Tokyo Dome. If John Moxley's working at the Tokyo Dome and they want him to remain champion, he's going to remain the champion. They'll just tape whatever for television. But according to Tony Khan, he's not working Wrestle Kingdom. So whether he wins or loses has absolutely nothing to do with New Japan Pro Wrestling. What he noted was, yes, pay-per-view numbers, 100,000 buys or whatever for these shows, that's great for revenue. But the reality is we make the vast majority of our revenue off television. And we're still going to build to big pay-per-view events. But we have a lot of television shows that we have scheduled that are going to be designed like winter is coming, where there are pay-per-view caliber shows, there are pay-per-view caliber matches, and we may get a title change tomorrow for all I know. I don't know what's going to happen. But television is the lifeblood of this company, more so than pay-per-view. If they have television, they can do great numbers on pay-per-view. If they lose television, they can probably do decent numbers on pay-per-view, but the numbers will be down, and they may not be able to stay in business. They need television. Television is far and away number one. And they ain't losing television. And their television partners are incredibly happy with them. You see TNT drama, and granted, it's just a Twitter feed, but when they're when they're tweeting out a picture of John Silver saying, you know, who is this guy? And it's like, I, you know, they TNT is all in with them. And it just, it's amazing. They used to be, the, they were big on their dramas, the same way that USA was big on those light type of comedy dramas that they were big on. And, and just, this is how television changes. And AEW, right place, right time. They have somebody, a partner they're working with who are all in with them. Not that USA is not or Fox isn't with WWE. It's just it's a different type of relationship that's growing right now that they have going on. So uh, to have these type of shows, absolutely. You know, I don't know if, you know, they'll have. 12 a year if they could, if they could make money off of them. But, you know, I would be great with four big AEW pay-per-views a year and these big television specials built up to, like, Clash of the Champions sort of things, you know? Obviously not with that name, but treating them as, as the original ones were, as something a little bit special. These special type of events, I think it's great. He said that they're seriously thinking of implementing trios titles, as we all figured. It will not take place this year. But it is under consideration for 2021, so we'll find out when that happens. He pushed in a statement about the balance of power changing on the show where Pac return could play out more tomorrow, would play out more tomorrow, and in the weeks to come. He noted television the biggest revenue stream. He positioned Moxley versus Omega as the company's biggest match of 2020. He said the two wrestlers will be given 60 minutes if needed for the match. The match will go on last but be given a lot of time, and if not the full 60 minutes, hinted at an overrun if needed. So basically, if the match starts at 20 minutes past the top of the hour, maybe they're going to be going 40 minutes, or maybe they're going to be going 60 minutes. Apparently, there will be an overrun if needed, according to Tony Khan. I think they should do an overrun anyway. One, just to, to stick it to NXT a little bit, you can do it subtly, but... You, you do it with a legitimate reason. You have the excuse. Like I said, you got a willing partner that you're working with, with the network. If they let you do a little bit of an overrun and make it something special, you know, at the, the last minutes, it, it, yes, absolutely, you should do something like that. I'm a big fan of the thought of going to a draw anyway. I could absolutely tolerate that. So I'd be all in for something like that. No pun intended. There will be a real crowd of more than 1,000 fans tomorrow, as they did for Full Gear. 
More wrestling than a usual dynamite constructed closer to a two-hour pay-per-view. He's happy with the rating from Wednesday because they were number one on cable mills 18 to 49. And he said, normal business practices when you add so much new talent under contract is that you get rid of people. But he said, this is a pandemic. It is difficult to get new work in wrestling. He does not want to let people go at this point in time. Conceding doing that in all sports sucks. And at some point you have to. But he feels this is not the right time. They have released zero individuals. Actually, with the exception of people that uh, stuff came out in the, the Me Too deal. Uh, but other than that, nobody has been released as a result of the pandemic. Unlike some companies, 30 years experience on I don't like people. to mention that kind of stuff. I don't like to make people mad. LOL. Shame them. I don't care. Make them mad. Well, we'll have to shame them after the break is my point. Because I I hear the music, Mike. Hold that thought. Sorry. Back in a moment, Observer Live. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this. But you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right call because the best prices are not online they're with smartfares see smartfares has special deals with the airlines when they have unsold seats they use smartfares to fill them so you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices our prices are too low to publish online with the extra money you'll save you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. 
Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Right, this is Joe Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Hey, by the way, it's that time of year again, and I don't even think What's we that? did it last year. What? It is time for you to have the opportunity to co-host the Brian and Vinny and maybe Craig and maybe Granny show. If you go to my Twitter, at Brian Alvarez, stick it up there at the top. The first of four eBay auctions for a slot on the Brian and Vinny show. You get to choose the show. You can do the Tuesday show with Retro Raw. You can do the Thursday show with AW and NXT. You can do the Sunday show with Saturday night's main event or whatever we review. Head up there right now, since we're now on video regularly. You also, for the first time ever have the opportunity to not only co-host, but Skype video. You can be on the show, Skype video, saying hello to the world at video.f4wonline.com. It's bigger than ever, everybody. And the first auction is up right now. We're going to do one a week for four weeks. If you win the auction, I give you the different shows that we do, which I presume you know who's going to bid if they don't listen to the shows. But you get to pick the show, the date, etc. When I say pick the show... Like, let's say you decide, I want to review the post-invasion episode of SmackDown. All right, go for it. Or you can just do whatever show you want. Like, I want to do the Saturday Night's main event from October of 93 or whatever. You get to pick. You do not get to say, Brian and Vinny are going to review The Room. I want to do that show. Don't work like that, bro. Mm -mm. There's not enough money that you could put into that auction to be able to have us review some goofy movie, okay? It's got to be one of our usual shows. So anyway, if you want to bid, now's your chance. The current one goes through Sunday. When this one's over, we'll put up a new one. Four slots only. And if you go to my Twitter, you can see some of the past individuals that have won the auction talking about how much fun it was. And those people didn't even get to be on video. They were, like, doing it over the phone. So brave new world, everybody. Go have fun. Now, we've got two big shows coming up. These are the lineups for the shows. And actually, I mostly want to talk about NXT because we'll talk about AW plenty tomorrow. And I think everybody knows most of the card anyway. But they have added on social media, out of nowhere, mm -hmm. completely at random on a Monday or whatever, that Rhea Ripley is now the third member of Team Shotzi at War Games. So right now, it is. This is the card for the show. We have the Undisputed Era versus Team McAfee. War Games match. We have Team Shotzi versus Team Candice in a War Games match. Now, for Team Candice, we have Candice, Dakota, Raquel, and Tony Storm. Less than a week before the show, for Team Shotzi, we have Shotzi and Ember. They have just announced Rhea Ripley. I presume that they will announce Io Shirai. 
Those are the members of that team. We have Leon Ruff versus Johnny Gargano and Damian Priest in a triple threat match. And we have Dexter Loomis versus Cameron Grimes in a strap match. That is the lineup for TakeOver. And tomorrow on NXT, we have a whopping one match announced head-to-head with Winter is Coming. And that is Raquel versus Shotzi for the woman advantage, which, of course, means Raquel's going to win, unless they're completely out of their minds, which I've been watching the show lately. I guess it's possible the babyfaces will win the, uh, the, the man advantage in the women's match. I presume that's how they're going to phrase it based on person that. advantage. No, that's not how they do it, Mike. They, they were very specific that it's a women's Iron Man match. So it's clearly the man advantage in the women's war games. It's yeah. not what I do. I'm just telling you what they do. Would you have turned Tony Storm suddenly and out of nowhere? Are you out of your team? mind? Can you believe That's that? what we need in this company is more heels. Jesus. Do we have any baby faces? Well, they're... Actually, we have more there than we do on the main roster, but... Yeah, but still, I like that. I look how they're half-ass, and uh, to me, I don't know, maybe they think they're doing magic work with Ember, but Ember just never seems to, to have a foothold where she needs one. She doesn't feel like she has it now. Leon Ruff, that was an interesting way to introduce him into the proceedings. I, I'm still baffled over Thatcher, so I am... Even though he's not a baby face, but again, who's supposed to be the baby face in the Champa feud? Champa was out there killing Jake Atlas and it hates the entire locker room. I mean, I don't know. Is he a baby face or a heel? I have no idea. So they're just like on the main roster. Again, there's a lot of things with NXT that I just, I see and I cringe because it's just a mirror of the main roster. It's some of the worst of the main roster aspects brought down. And there's another great example. You cannot build baby faces on the main roster or now in NXT. And that's obviously incredibly frustrating unless it's a guy like a Damian Priest who has got all those kind of heelish qualities anyway, like a Drew McIntyre, somebody who's actually skilled in being a heel, you know, and who's been around for a little bit. Those are the guys that seem to do the best as baby faces. And I mean, my God, you need some levels of different types of baby faces around. All right. Here's a very quick look at raw and then we'll go to your feedback here. So we had a moment of bliss segment where Alexa Bliss is acting like a 10-year-old girl who is a heel. Randy Orton is talking to her like she's a 10-year-old girl. Randy Orton says that she is Bray's weakness. Bray appears. When the lights come back on, Randy is holding Alexa in his arms. He throws Alexa at the fiend, and then he leaves laughing. Anybody? Sorry. Somehow, somehow, I'm alerted that Randy's the heel and The Fiend and Alexa are babyfaces. In what universe? I always ask in what universe, and, like, there is no answer. Like, if there are infinite universes, which some physicists argue, I might add, like, in none of them are somehow Bray and Alexa babyfaces, except the WWE universe. We had the Symphony of Destruction match, with which Jeff Hardy won. First, Jeff Hardy gets killed with a knee to the face. Then he does a senton off the post and hits the back of his head on the steel steps. Apparently, he's fine. And the worst kayfabe injury is Elias stuck a piece of wood in a speaker, and it electrocuted him. 
If you stick your how wood, did the current travel through wood? If you anybody stick your, stick your wood in the wrong place and it's going to get hot. Like no, this is ridiculous. It doesn't even make any sense. What Matt Riddle's got a new character where he's the most annoying wrestler on the roster. Actually, he's less annoying than the Miz. So <laughs> that's but I mean, true. By the way, last time where I said, hey, maybe it was a cumulative effect of the show that ran that number into the toilet where the Miz and Morrison were in the final segment. Uh, bro, I tried to you warn know what? you. I, I won't I won't do it this time after seeing that. And then at the end, seeing Miz, I guess, being so hard fought in battle, forget about his own stipulation and AJ making him cash in how that whole thing played out. Oh, God, it was bad. That that was not good. For as many good things as WWE actually has when you just think about the matches, uh, The Miz being involved here is not one of those things. So we had Retribution doing a promo where Slapjack referred to him as a husk. That should have been his name. Husk Husk of a man. Yes. So this led to... This, That's what Tucker's name should have been. It should have been Otis and Husk. So this leads to a match where Ricochet does a promo where he basically tells us that he's going to go through Retribution one member at a time so he can get to Ali. So it begins with him losing to Slapjack. It's going to be a long voyage for Ricochet. Whatever, dude. You'll never get there, bro. Oh, my God. We have a ridiculous Miz and Morrison segment where they're just as annoying as humanly possible to lead to the main event. Yes, the main event of the lowest-rated hour in the history of Raw, dating back to 1991, was Miz and Morrison versus Drew McIntyre. So here we are, turning up the annoying to a thousand with the Miz, and then advertising that he's going to be in the main event again with Morrison versus Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. So good luck. We got Oscar and Lana last week beat Nia and Shayna in a non-title match. They're rewarded with a non-title match. Mm. They win again, and this time, it's so funny. Well, I'll get into that later. Let me just get let me just get through all the things, and I'll, then I'll talk Please. in detail. So Xavier and Cedric had a match where Cedric goes for a dive. He misses. He hits the barricade. He falls down dead. Xavier throws him in the ring, gets in the ring, and Cedric just comes back to life and hits him with the lumbar check and wins. They booked that recuperative powers and by the way you got to tease dissension at all times so cedric last man in to the the hurt business now is teasing dissension so He's the only it. great thing about the show keith lee matt riddle aj they had a really good match mm. and as i suspected yesterday we got two young guys that just debuted within the last six months and then we got a guy in his 40s it's been there for years and so of course aj wins so it's aj drew mcintyre at the well, pay-per-view i'm actually okay with that we have Dana Brooke beating Mia Yim. And yes, I know it's Mia Yim because her mouth gimmick fell off. And all the announcers had to bury NXT six feet under by pretending they had no idea who Mia Yim was. They're doing it anyway. They barely made her up. They put a little face. Her hair is still blue. It's Mia Yim. Just call her Mia Yim. Dana ends up beating her. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not making that up. Because you got T's dissension there, too. Always. We set up Riddle versus Lashley with his annoying gimmick. Like, Lashley's clearly the babyface here. We have a Drew McIntyre promo where he tells Miz to just keep that briefcase or you won't be relevant anymore. And then, yes, Drew and Sheamus versus Miz and Morrison. DQ finish. And then AJ has to force Miz to cash in. But before he can, Drew lays him out. No cash in.
Luckily, they had that three-way in the third hour and set new records. Back in a moment, it's over life. Using an overpriced trash bag? Pricey, pricey, pricey! A bag that breaks? Whippy, whippy, whippy! Or a smelly bag? Stinky, stinky, stinky! You gotta snag Hefty's Ultra Strong Trash Bag. Always at an ultra-low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty! It has Arm & Hammer odor control, so your nose and your wallet will be... Happy, happy, happy! Hefty Ultra Strong Trash Bags. Hefty Strong, all day long. Hefty, hefty, hefty! At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800 403 5912. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low cost airlines. 800 754 4531. 800 754 4531. 800 754 4531. That's 800 754 4531. Fever is a leading symptom of the coronavirus, so take your temperature twice a day with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. It's quick and easy to use, and its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies. Have your family start and end their day with the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Your family can take their temperatures in seconds to know where they stand in the fight against COVID-19. Protect your family from the spread of this deadly disease and stay safe with Exergen. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Well, during the break, I had somebody send me a video from Survivor Series, and it's Jey Uso doing a running Undertaker dive over the top rope onto the pile. And in fact, you can see him fall right on Braun Strowman's left leg. And Braun grabs his knee... And away you go. So, story as noted is that Braun Strowman was scheduled to face Drew McIntyre at TLC. 
but he got the leg injury and he is rehabbing it. I didn't hear anything about surgery, just that they're they're rehabbing it. So presumably he won't be out that long, but I guess we'll see. But that appears to be where the injury happened. So I want to mention something about this Lana thing. It's just amazing to me. So clearly they want to do something with Lana, and they've wanted to for a long time. Great. Okay, whatever. So... <laughs> Last week, well, first we have Survivor Series, where she stands on the steps, the rest of her whole team and the other team get eliminated, and she wins because she was standing there. It's like, okay, great. Someone came up with a stupid idea, and they did it. How does that get her over at all? Makes her look like a heel. She celebrates like she won the title. After like, bro, you stood there. Through a table. Not only nine did you weeks. stand there, but you stood there because your team leader bullied you and is standing there, and then you just did it like a no. coward. Keep. Bro. So she wins. So then we get Lana and Asuka versus Shayna and Nia last week. And the finish of that one is Shayna Baszler is choking Lana to death, in, and she's like, dead okay she's unconscious and as she's being choked oscar rolls up shayna and she pins her so lana did nothing but die but her team won the match so then she goes up the ramp and she's celebrating like we won this match she could be north american champion i'm like oh god so then they won the non-title match they're rewarded with as noted another non-title match okay (laughs) So this time, this time, Shayna has Lana in the choke again. She's killing her. Lana is dying. No escape. Asuka breaks up the pin with a running knee, which, or the choke. She breaks up the choke with a running knee, which in storyline knocks out Shayna. And Lana falls on top of Shayna and pins her. Now, I know last night, because I, I get all the feedback before I watch the show, everybody's furious. I can't believe that Lana pinned Shayna. Bro, yes, on paper, Lana pinned Shayna, but she didn't pin Shayna. Like, she was the body that fell on top of Shayna after Asuka did all the work, okay? So my point of all of this is, I get it. You want to push Lana. Fine. Okay, whatever you want. It's your company. It's fake. But they still will give her zero credibility. They won't let her actually beat anybody. They won't let her actually get a pin. They won't let her actually be the sole survivor. They won't let her actually get any victories here. So, like, I I just don't get it. Can someone explain to me? You want to push her, so do it. But they can't. They got to fake push her, but they don't, like, dude, they barely do anything with Shayna Baszler, okay? They barely do anything with her. But they still won't let Lana actually beat her. Asuka has to do all of the work. It's like, do you want to push her or not? Like, if you want to, just do it. Like, you got permission. It's fake. You could do anything you want. Anything. It is absolutely 100% a work sport nobody's shooting like do it if you're gonna do it 
but they keep half-assing it. Why? Can someone explain this to me? If you have no faith in Lana, which is a viewer I'm watching, it's like they got no faith in her, then why are you pushing her? Either do it or don't. I don't get it. This is beyond 40 chess. It's like 10D chess. So completely over my head. Like, I feel like I need to pick up Paisley from school. And when she's done talking about dinosaurs, they need to go, listen, babe, here's what they're doing on the show. Can you explain this to me? Because you seem pretty smart. I don't get it. Why is she an after school special? I talked about this last week, I think, at, at some point, where it's like she went from juggling uh, several relationships at the same time and trying to, to work everybody in the most manipulative fashion to being somebody who now she's just giddy during interviews and they have to long linger on the shot of her. Um, what? 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 Her biggest victory is not going through tables. Like, that's it. And I guess maybe I don't know, but I, I would assume that at some point she's going to get a victory over Naya somehow doing it herself. And then, like, Naya goes through the table and, like, that's her big redemption. Then this whole story will come full circle unless it's going to that and even going to that. It's stupid. I have no idea what they're doing other than making her look like she needs help like functioning every day in life she obviously needs help functioning in the ring but like that's what you're that we're supposed to be getting behind this <laughs> this is what we're supposed to be getting behind it's not like anybody's getting behind naya and and shane easler it's not like this is going to help them with like some reverse effect from the fans or something like that it's helping Nobody. It's really helping nobody. And you plug anybody into a tag match with Asuka against those two, and it's immediately better. And this is no offense to Lana, but why is she wrestling? Ken, you want to have a zillion people on the roster? Fine. There were ways to utilize. We saw it. Now, I don't think you should have her in multiple relationships, but when she was with Rusev as a manager, just being a witch... It was fine. Why do we need to see her in the ring? Why do we need to see this? And why do we need to see her character? How am I supposed to get involved in this anyway when her character just skips? Because in their world, it's over. That's it. We're done with it. So now you should, as a fan, you just get wiped away. You know, spotless mind. No, that's not how this works. And that's why their numbers have continued to atrophy, because what can you believe in on that show? What can you believe in? Really, other than the Hurt Business, and even them, they've, they've tried to trip up. They've taken the stupidest possible way to get to Matt Riddle and Bobby Lashley, which will probably be really good. Like, that's one of those matches that when it comes on the pay-per-view and Riddle probably wins the title, the match itself will probably be really, really great. And the build-up to it's going to suck because Matt Riddle is now an idiot. Matt Riddle is the stereotype of fast times at Ridgemont High. Like that's which is perfectly in the realm of where their pop culture is. You know, it just it absolutely ah, it, their character development again across the board. NXT, WWE on both shows. SmackDown's been a little bit better, but especially in a case no, like Lana, it but, was but for like three weeks now, but it's off yeah. the cliff again. Well, and it's in a case like Lana, just just sucks. All right, so if you want to text us, 425-780-7566. No phone calls here today. Or you can email me, brian 
at WrestlingObserver.com. This person says, what they're doing with Riddle is a complete travesty. I remember them doing these similar, quote, unfunny bits with Sami Zayn during his early main roster when he was a babyface. He was a total geek. Other babyfaces used to ignore him. He also, like Riddle, acted nothing like that in NXT. Then they turned Sami heel, so maybe they will also turn Riddle heel. Well, what normally happens is they try to book babyfaces, they don't know what a babyface is. The babyface doesn't get over as a babyface. They figure they can't be a babyface, and they turn him heel. Like, whatever you think of Matt Riddle, the guy's a great worker, and he has been all over the world in a million different promotions. He has never come across as this big, a complete and total geek. So... What that tells me is what you're doing to get him over is failing because he was more over everywhere that he went, including in your own developmental system. So maybe this is a dumb character. Not everybody has to have a character. Hmm. What can we do with Riddle? Well, he's got bare feet. If you are a character, you don't have to develop a a character for somebody. And we'll write a barefoot stoner character for him. As opposed to saying, hey, Matt. Your gimmick is you're a barefoot stoner. Go for it. Yeah, uh, trust me, I'm sure he can up. figure it out. He's been figuring it out. That's what you hired him for, right? It's, it wasn't just to keep him away from New Japan or anywhere else, right? You you wanted him for his talent. Utilize him for his talent. You seem to be doing that in NXT for the longest time. Why not now? Why does everything have to be so amplified? And I know why, because that's Bruce and that's Vincent. That's what you do, pal. That's what you do. It hasn't been working, and it hasn't been working in a long time. So who's the idiot? Reshake your snow globe. This person here snow says... Snow globe, snow globe, damn it. <sighs> Mike, take a breath, buddy. Relax. I'm upset. This person says, I have an idea for the Dynamite Diamond Ring Battle Royal tomorrow. Could Wardlow win? And that furthers the eventual split between him and MJF. Yes, Wardlow could win, and you further the feud between him and MJF. Sammy could win because Sammy and MJF hate each other and MJF has to hand the ring over to Sammy. Holy smokes. Or, as I noted, Kip Sabian can win so that he can get <laughs> the gonna... get the ring for Penelope. And... You're going to die on that hill with the head. You I'm not going to die on it, but like, what's wrong with that idea? That's a year's... That could do two years worth of storylines over that ring. Brian, then I... <laughs> I don't know. Yes. I, I, not that I'm a big fan of, like, I didn't like the battle bowl. Right? I don't like, you're fighting over a piece of jewelry. I understand that a belt is. Yeah, bro, we got the ring. Like, it's happening. So I, let's do something just, with it. Look, then do, then do, I like the idea of MJF had the diamond. Nobody beat him for the diamond. I took this off of Cody. This is mine. Somebody else wins it. Sammy maybe causes uh, somebody else to win. And then we get a feud with MJF and somebody over that for a little while, which keeps him away from Sammy. That's the one thing I don't like. They've done too much, I think, tension-wise and too much winking at the camera. We know at some point somebody's going to turn on somebody. I think they can leave it a little bit more in the background than they're doing. Much as I hated for Rick Shea to lose to Slapjack, you know what else they showed up from the main event clips besides Jeff hitting Elias with the guitar? Ricochet pitting Jeff Hardy. Yes, Rick Shea beat Jeff Hardy. In a match that I don't know why was not on Raw. They're doing this kind of stuff on a show nobody watches, and then have Ricochet lose to Shane Thorne under a mask on Raw. That's what's happening. What do you want me to well, do about it? Look, hey, it's I, crazy. I'm, 
I but remember when Heat they developed like Rikishi and Too Cool on Heat. Like I'm not I'm not saying you can go back to those times. Whoa, but hold like, on a second, I'm, bro. Yes. There was a time where Heat was doing millions yes. and millions yes, but, but of Brian, viewers. My point is, in their world, it was still like the third show. I'm just saying, you make all your shows important for some reason. You know what I mean? Like, I'm okay with them doing stuff like that. Just make sure you utilize it on the other shows and make sure you accent it, okay? I mean, that's, to me, anything that happens on those shows that's a plus, let them have it, please. This person here says, isn't the ring... Like a big class ring and not a wedding ring? Well, yeah, but it's the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal. They're claiming that there's like Spencer. 8 million diamonds in this thing. Yeah. So Kip Sabian's a geek, so he's got, he won a ring with diamonds in it. Yeah. I'll just give it to Penelope. I'll save some money. Person says, why was Cedric acting the way he was last night? Cedric was a babyface. He was beaten all the time. And Hurt Business, who are heels, they try to recruit him because he's a loser. And finally, he turns on his loser friends, and he joins Hurt's business, and he's a winner. Okay? It's like a month and a half ago. Well, now he got a big win last night, and the win has gone to his head. So he's turning more heel? He's turning babyface because he's cocky? What what is going on here? I can't figure any of this out. We're going to head to a break, everybody. In a moment, we're going to come back with more. So I ask you all to please hold your thoughts. And we'll be back here in a moment on Wrestling Observer Live. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No, thanks. I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. 
Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-807-1981 800-807-1981 that's 800-807-1981 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. This person here says, could you review the ultimate deathmatch movie starring Al Snow and Matt Farmer? Matt Farmer Matt is Farmer? in this movie? What? Somebody confirm this. If that's yeah. true, it's going to be on my watch list did matt just like steal a credit from paul azenby or something like that i don't want to i don't know i hope he's the main character oh my god first says paying you guys to watch bad wwe for me is the best decision i've made i watch the stuff you and dave like it saves me so much time that will save you a lot of time my friend how much do i have to donate so somebody can co-host this show for me so i can take a day off and go to sleep dude i'll take the day off tomorrow you can do the show with whoever you want Oh, you take the day off, dude? You take day offs all the time. You can't even get connected half the time. Hey, by the way, everybody, if you go to my Twitter, at Brian Alvarez, right there, sticky to the top, the first of four eBay auctions, you can win a chance to co-host the Brian and Vinny show, our Tuesday retro show, our Thursday AWNXT show, or the Sunday, Saturday night's main event show. So I suggest you head up there and check it out. It's a lot of fun. You get to do it over Skype video. All of us on the screen at the same time for our lovely viewers at video.f4wonline.com. If you wanted to, you could even do a Sunday post-pay-per-view show. Live here for the Twitch homies. Wouldn't that be fun? Get Dagan on here or Ryan. Ryan. And Cumberland. How about DJ? Can you imagine a whole show with him? No. No. Well, anyway. Hey, we're out of time. I want to thank you all for listening today. I'm back later for the retro show as we run down the invasion with Brian and or with Vinny and Craig. And Granny will be here as well. Always a fun time reviewing some wrestling. And that's it. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, everybody the studio, Twitch homies. We'll talk to you next time, wherever you are. Wrestling Observer Live. Wrestling Observer Live.